When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome into the CHGO Bulls Podcast. Coming to you live from the Legacy Club on the 60th floor of Circuit Resort and Casino. That's right. We still here in Vegas. Uh, CHGO Bulls Summer League coverage presented by our friends at Shady Rays. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use that promo code CHGO for 50% off two plus pairs of premium polarized shades. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. Join me with my guys, Big Dave. Bam! BWL Sports. Will the GOAT. Godly. Will underscore Godly. And our guest of honor today. Hey. He's been in Vegas since Wednesday night, hey. and he is still giving <laughs> us his time, despite the fact that he's probably ready to go home and yes. catch his flight later today. Correct. Y'all out there at Bulls Nation know him and love his work. It is the one and only Darnell Mayberry of the Athletic. Hey. Darnell! Appreciate y'all having Thanks me. Thanks for coming on, Thank man. Thank Appreciate it. Nice to be here. Uh, wellness check. Day four in Vegas. Day five or six yeah, day for five. you. Yeah, day five. How's everybody doing we okay uh security literally checked in on me yeah in my room yeah because i i didn't know that if you had the privacy sign on for more than 24 hours they come and check on you so they were knocking on my door banging it and i didn't i didn't think it was my door so <laughs> they just opened it and i'm like whoa what the heck gotta put the latch on oh, it was on no the latch was on and they, put, they they opened the door and tried to push it open. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I walked out. And I was like, hey, bro, what's that? What's, <laughs> what I do? And they were like, no, we're just checking, making sure you're okay, you're fine. I was like, bro, I've just been passed out. That's honestly a really good thing know. that they do here. A, another uh, great feature that we've learned about Circa Resort and Casino. Yeah. Let you Wellness checks. It. Yes. Just to, be safe. just to be safe. How are you hanging in, Darnell? Good, man. I mean, Summer League is always a good event every year. And yeah. the Bulls have some – players they were interested in and mm-hmm. it's good to see everyone all the co-workers colleagues throughout the country so Thanks. some i don't gamble like y'all though so <laughs> I'm, I'm leaving with some money in my pocket <laughs> you know what I mean? darnell's leaving and not going to be homeless when he gets back to chicago we'll yes, see how we do in our last night uh so uh, let's start by just getting a couple of your quick thoughts on what we saw in those first two summer league games darnell yeah. obviously dale and terry primary focus uh second season of summer league for him Bulls fans wondering if he's going to crack his way into Billy's rotation next season. Obviously not a great uh, display with his shooting efficiency mm. in those first two games, but did show some things. Uh, creativity offensively, did knock down some threes, played some solid defense. What do you think about Dalen's first two games? I, 
I think I'm the president of the Dale and Terry fan club, and I, I pay a lot more attention on what he can do versus what he can't do. So everyone's looking at the shooting and the playmaking being inconsistent. I look at the defense. I look at the, the leadership that he's showing with these young guys, mm -hmm. and I'm saying he's still only 20 years old. He didn't play very much at all as a rookie, I think only 214 minutes. So yeah. if you give him time and let him develop, I think he's going to be okay in the long term. So you don't think it's a problem? You know, you see other guys, second-year players, like Ryan Rollins had like 17 points in the last game. Do you, you don't have a concern with him, like, not being able to, you know, scale up and take on more of a primary playmaking role and really dominate against some of these younger players? I don't have any concerns with Daylon Terry right now. I mean, he hasn't played. Uh, he's young, and he's going to get better. If you look at some of the things that he's able to do defensively, uh, grabbing the rebound and pushing in transition, finding the open man, he has some real skills that I think will translate in time. And he's supposed to be working on his shot out here in summer league. He took like seven threes in that second game, only made like two, I believe. But Three for nine. Three for nine. There you go. So it's like th this is the time where you want him to work on those things and, and develop and get better. And so I have no problem with what Dalen Terry is doing right now. I completely agree with you on that, man. The, the playmaking is what I really like the most about it, the passing. Yeah. Like you said, the one play where he got the steal gets the outlet pass for the easy layup to mm. Darling. Mm. I almost jumped out of my seat for that, <laughs> you know, because but that's the, those are the things I want to see continue him to work on. But the one thing that did kind of concern me a little bit was the ball handling. Mm -hmm. I still think he needs to shore that up a little bit. Is there any other part of his game you think he just tighten up? I agree with you on the ball handling, but the thing is he's not going to be doing that with the right. Bulls. Sure. And so, again, this is a setting where he should be – allowed to work on that that skill set um but he definitely needs to tighten it up i think john bryant the bull summer league coach made a great point an observation when he said dalen has done his job when he brought three defenders now he needs to just trust a teammate when he's mm -hmm. playing in a crowd too much that's when he gets himself in trouble mm -hmm. gets those turnovers in high bunches yeah especially when he's attacking the rim and he's not exactly sure yeah. how he's gonna get yep. from point a to point b when right. he's attacking the rim and he just gets lost in a cluster of defenders in the paint and speaking of getting to the rim he can get there but i think he needs to work on finishing a lot more i mean his finishing ability ding, should ding. be better than what it is he you know he got blocked by moses brown and, yeah. you know moses it's like brown he needs to learn huge. how to finish better right. when he's at the rim yeah. yeah i think he i mean we, we always talk about with young players they need to put on muscle they need to put on strength um i i found him to be like trying to finish through contact a little bit more as opposed to like the handle i think dave what you're saying to be able to get around guys and finish mm -hmm. around Correct. um or past i think that's like the biggest area where he can really improve, and I think the ball handling is really where that's going to come from. Yeah, once he gets that a go-to move, you know what I mean? Like that 360 layup we talked about that he missed. Yeah. Almost mm. everybody off. <laughs> like, I want him to get to a point where he just got, you know, a finishing move. And that's just stuff that comes, you know, with reps and time. And he's definitely going to put in that work because his work ethic is insane. So, yeah, I'm not really too concerned about it. Uh, we finally got to look at Julian Phillips for the first time uh, in their yeah. second game on Saturday, Darnell. Uh, I believe 24 minutes off the bench for the kid from Tennessee. We uh, got a chance to hear from him after the game. He didn't really have a huge impact on, on the Bulls' uh, efficiency. Only took two shots, made one of them, scored two points, uh, had a handful of turnovers. Uh, it's just his first summer league game for a second-round draft pick rookie, but what did you think of that first appearance from Julian Phillips? Polar opposite of my thoughts on Dalen Terry. I was Buckle not up. impressed at all, <laughs> and I got some hot takes to get off if y'all Get them off, Darnell. Yeah, yeah, just, ready to be critical. It, it was not. <laughs> Nothing's it, out of bounds yeah, with CHGO, man. It, it, Speak it just, your mind. It was not a good <laughs> debut. I mean, he's got a 43-inch vertical, and he didn't show us a single play where he showed off that athleticism, and I'm thinking, at what point do we see that? He, he was just out there floating. He didn't yeah. make an impact. Impact. He didn't imp impose his will on the game. And 
for the Bulls to give up two second round picks in the future to get him to move up to get him you know you wanted to at least see him have some activity out there and make his presence felt and he just didn't do that at all and you know his, his AAU coach talked about that he said he's not an alpha dog kind of mm. guy he's not going to get out there and you know create his own shot do those things he's more of a within the flow of the offense kind of person but like you're saying in the summer league you kind of want to see him do that just to showcase that talent like you said that athleticism right. man, you got to see it one time at least you know the rebound i mean he had four rebounds and i think all of them just came right to him he yeah. wasn't <laughs> going in there battling in traffic he just didn't do any like even when he got the ball on dribble handoffs he made one or two dribbles and passed it right back out yeah it just and then like you said two shots that's not acceptable nah, and you you asked him after the game you know do you typically play this timid right. or do you, you know, go after it and try to like impose your will? And I think he would like to think that he's a little bit more aggressive, but obviously it's only one summer league game, mm -hmm. but that was just not who he was. Hopefully he makes me look stupid tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping. Nothing because better if he than does, when a player yeah. makes you look stupid. If, if he does this again tomorrow, I'm yeah. killing him. I'm, I'm just telling you. Uh, do you th agree with what we heard from AK on draft night, though, that you see at least potential for his physical tools to be uh, – solid in the NBA when AK was talking about him being a multi-positional defender with his size, his length, and that, you know, leaping ability. AK was saying this guy can play at the NBA level on the defensive end right away. And that's probably why my expectations were so high. AK said that. Yeah. No one asked him, hey, can this guy play right away? He yeah. came out and, 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 and provided that unsolicited. So, yeah. um, and we didn't see that at all. I mean, th there was times where – uh, he had opportunities to go out and make a play. There was, I asked him about two specific chase down block opportunities that he had, and he didn't even challenge them. So mm. uh, that's when I would like to see him use that athleticism, use that so-called defensive ability, mm -hmm. uh, but we've yet to see it. Yeah, it feels like a mental move for him right now. Yeah, it's like he's trying skill. to figure it out. Exactly, yep. exactly. Let me ask you about uh, Justin Lewis, man. I, do you, what do you feel about it? Is it just he's snake-bitten right now? You know, or is this – I don't want this to follow him, his career, like he's injury-prone kind of mm. guy because we haven't even gotten to really enjoy him, right. you know, as a player, man. So yeah. what, what are your feelings on him? I like Justin Lewis's tools. I like his potential. Uh, I'm hoping he's not just an injury-prone type of player. I mean, that – sprained ankle, whatever they're going to call it or label it as, uh, was a fluke injury. He made a nice yeah. spin move, made a nice finish, uh, and then I think just landed on someone's foot. But um, hopefully that's not significant and doesn't linger right. uh, because you want to see him get back out there Tuesday and continue on this road to recovery from that ACL injury uh, because he does have just physically, what, six, seven, six, eight, mm -hmm. thick, you know, great size for his position yeah. uh, and athleticism too. So uh, I think he has tools that the Bulls are trying to blend in with this roster, defensive ability, athleticism to surround DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine, and Nikola Vucevic with. Uh, and if you put him in the right system to develop, I think he's got a lot of potential uh, to become something that you can use. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you this. This is kind of like a larger big picture question. You talked about Julian Phillips. Yep. Dalen Terry only playing 214 minutes. Justin Lewis, you know, obviously had the ACL last year. But mm -hmm. as far as the Bulls' ability to find and draft guys and then develop them through the Windy City system, through their own, what's your stance on how they've been doing with that so far, where you think they can do better? And if it's even possible to do both the try-to-win-now thing with Damar and Zach and Vooch, but also give, you know, guys like Patrick and Kobe and Io the runway to be able to develop alongside those guys. Yeah, I don't think they've done a good job of it in the in the G League so far um, in using that system. Uh, and it's very difficult to do in the NBA, as you said. I mean, we saw at the break they 
benched Io and Patrick Williams mm-hmm. uh, out of the starting lineup and, and moved him to the bench. So uh, it's a very delicate balance that you have to do when you're trying to develop and win at the same time. And I just don't know if it's possible. Um, and now that they're bringing in so many of these young guys, you're going to have to they're going to have to try to develop them uh, better than they've done. It is because there's space is open for them on this team, mm-hmm. and that's what makes it so glaring. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you can see what these guys can. You know what Justin Lewis can fit in with Daylon, Julian Phillips. you like, oh, there's space for you here. But they're just haven't, – haven't been ready, whether it's injury or mental or game-wise. It mm-hmm. just hasn't gotten and to the And you pool. talk about the failure of development at the G League level. I mean, uh, their second-round pick from a few years back, Marco Simonovic, who played <laughs> – a million games oh. in, for the Windy City Bulls <laughs> oh. over the last two seasons yep. just got waived uh, right before the deadline of his contract being fully guaranteed uh, as we were making our way out to Vegas. And Bulls fans were wondering, like, dude, why is this guy here? Yeah. Uh, you know, mostly it's just a joke, you know, mar- hashtag Marco Hours. But yes. Marco Hours are when the Bulls are up big or down big in the last yes. three minutes of a game. Shout out to Marco Simonovic. <laughs> <laughs> Best of luck to yeah. wherever you're going to play basketball. Not in a Bulls jersey. But, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a valid question. The person from G League who I've most enjoyed recently is watching Javon Freeman Liberty yeah. over the last couple of days. I mean, I, I, but uh, it, it, he's, it's not like his name has been on Bulls fans' radar. It's like, is this guy going to come out of the G League and actually be an NBA player? Right. Some of the other second-round picks, whether it's Io, Marco, and now Julian Phillips – where, where do they go in this system while they are trying to do this win-now thing? And, and I'm also looking at Billy Donovan and wondering how much just falls on him. I mean, mm-hmm. he only played Dalen Terry 214 minutes. Exactly. Um, you know, he's yo-yoing these guys in and out of the lineup, Io, Kobe, mm-hmm. uh, Patrick Williams to a degree. So the coaching staff has to be able to trust the young guys to go out there and develop and make plays next to the, st- the star players on this team. Yeah, absolutely right. Uh, yeah, man, like you talked about Javon Freeman Liberty. He's the one that stood out for me to most. Yep. His game has really changed. Like, it's more confident now, and he's got a shot. Mm. Like, he can get to his spot and get his shot. Uh, what have you seen uh, watching him play? Because he's been, you know, running the point, you know, doing the two, all of that. But he's really, you know, just showing out, scoring, like, what, 20-something games? 24 points on 15 shots. Awesome, yeah. man. It's funny. Sam Smith asked me the other day uh, against the, the, the game they played against Memphis, why isn't Javon Freeman Liberty on the NBA roster? I said, yeah. He's not good enough. He said, but, you know, what, is he, what do you think he needs? I said, I don't know. I haven't evaluated him. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not here for Javon. Like Javon. And then after the game, Sam also asked Javon, yeah. why aren't you on exactly. an NBA roster? Like, I don't know, yeah. man. But, but I agree with you, Dave. He does show a lot more um, skills and development than we've seen. Yeah. He looks a lot more confident. The yeah. shot, and I do like the way Dalen Terry uh, found him in space, driving, kicking uh, a couple times in that second game. And he knocked down those shots with confidence. He's getting to the rim with confidence. The, the lob he finished, I didn't know he had that in him. Man. You know, no, he's nice. doing a lot of things out there so far in summer league. Yeah. But we've seen, I mean, back to the larger question that I asked about, is it possible to develop and also win now? And we've seen teams like the Warriors who kind of had that vision for themselves, right. and they gave up on it. They traded Jordan Poole, uh, traded Wiseman. Like, uh, Kaminga's really the only guy left. And for Javon, it's like, you have to be so good to have the ball in your hands at the NBA level the way that he does at the Summer League level or at the G League level. I don't know if he can sort of scale down and play next to a Zach or DeMar, um, but that's where I think the the role for Dalen is much different than it will be at the NBA level and why I'm kind of with you that like the, the concern that I have, or I'm not as concerned about him you know, not scoring 25 or 30 points mm-hmm. um, because that's just not who he is. That's right. not the, the role that he's going to be asked to do. Now he needs to develop the jump shot and be able to play off of that. And 
three for nine is great. I was I was very excited to see that, but I just think he's he's got a ways to go in order to like really be a part of that rotation. Um, but I want to see him get more of a chance. And I think that's where the questions about Billy's rotation and like, yeah. can he play? Can he develop? It's just it's going to be interesting to see. next. And year. then also AK uh, and Mark Eversley didn't do him any favors mm. this summer by going out and getting Javon Carter and Torrey Craig. Right. I mean, now I'm looking at Billy Donovan, but his bosses just got players in free agency over the young guys that they already have. Mm-hmm. So. Io's still out there as a restricted free agent. You got Dalen Terry, who's eager to get minutes next season, but now you've got some veteran guys coming in here who are going to make that damn near impossible. Mm-hmm. You know, it, did AK make a mistake by drafting him 18th overall and then going out and signing Torrey Craig instead of just trusting his 18th overall pick? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean between Zach, Demar, Caruso playing forward positions a lot, <laughs> and now adding Torrey Craig, like where is Dalen getting minutes? Right. It's hard mm-hmm. to see. Uh, speaking of Craig and Carter, we'll. Uh, Get uh, Darnell's thoughts on those Bulls free agent additions and just how much they might actually move the Bulls' needle towards being a playoff team again next season. We'll also touch on this ludicrous NBA in-season tournament that we heard about (laughs) when we arrived in Vegas (laughs) and get y'all's thoughts on that. Uh, We'll take our first break. While we're sharing our words from our friends and sponsors, do us a simple, easy favor. Hit that thumbs up button if you're watching along with us on YouTube. Helps us out a lot. We really appreciate it. And, of course, make sure you all... Also are subscribed to the CHGO Sports YouTube channel to get alerts every time we go live. Big Dave, who's up first today? So Baby Joey just told me. Baby Joey? Yeah, he said he sent the security in my room. Oh, well, that was kind of checking up on you. (laughs) Yesterday he sent you lozenges. Yes, he was concerned. And then there was was a security wellness check. And I was like, why you do it like that, man? He just said they never understood. Never understood. They ain't get it. Why? Are these glasses so expensive? Baby Joey don't understand. And nobody up here gets it. And Shady Rays didn't get either. So they did something about it. Independent Sunglasses Company offers world-class product just as good as any expensive pair you ever put on your sexy face. Durable frames, extremely cut optics for your outdoor. And as this man is proven right here, your indoor adventures as well. And, of course, the Matt Peck Lost and Broken Replacements plan. Hat gets thrown because that's what he do. Shout out to Throne Hat in the comments. Love you. But that's what he do. Glasses might be on it. They might break, go splat. Guess what? He can send them to Shady Rays. Right back on his face, brand new pair, questions asked. Very nice, I like that. Also, let's say you got a style that you saw that you like, you were looking at the goat, you were looking at the quaffness, and you thought you could pull that off, and then you got the glasses on your face that said you could not. Mm -mm. One, I could have told you that. Mm -hmm. Two, you could send those glasses right back in and get a pair that fits you and your style. As long as you do it in 30 days, it is free. No risk when you shop, and they always got your back. So, Scooby for the listeners out there. Shady Rays getting away the best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use the code CHGO for 50% off of two-plus pairs of premium polarized shades. Back. Drive for yourself! Oh, the shades that are rated five stars <laughs> for over 250,000 people. Because the Shady Rays, what a raise, are also shady. Oh, man, those were so necessary at Stadium Swim yesterday. <laughs> that Vegas sun is bright Cooking AF. You. Cooking you. My goodness. Oh. You know what else is necessary? Please tell me. Call on the fine folks at ComEd to oh. learn about how you can lower your energy costs. You are brilliant, Matt. And energy saving efficiencies yes. are right around the corner waiting for you with ComEd's energy efficiency program committed to helping families and businesses in the communities they serve. Helping manage that energy usage and lower your energy bills now and into the future. ComEd offers a wide variety of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across their vast territory. Mm. ComEd also offers free facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities like for HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, and industrial processes. Mm. Darnell, you're probably thinking to yourself, that sounds great, Peck, but can you please tell me just exactly how this works? 
Of course he's thinking that. And that's why he's looking at you because he wants the answer. He's confused. He's waiting. I'm going to know. I'm going to explain to him right School, now. Man. Are you ready for it? Let's go. <laughs> An authorized engineer works with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and your needs. These can be done in person or virtually and last approximately two hours. Then, within three to four weeks, customers receive a report detailing energy efficiency projects they can start working on right away. Each recommendation includes estimated energy savings, cost savings, project costs, potential incentives, and simple payback plans. If you own a business, one, congratulations, that's not easy to do. Shut Two, up. don't wait. Get started saving money and energy today for energy saving tips, lighting incentives, and to schedule your free facility assessment, go to comed.com slash powering biz. Did you catch that website, Mr. Gottlieb? Was that comed.com slash powering biz? That's correct. Comed.com slash powering biz, B-I-Z biz. Schedule your appointment today. Uh, all right, guys. Let's uh, quickly touch on the in-season tournament because we got some more details about it. You did, love you, it. did you guys see that video that they made Richard Jefferson do talking about this that not, went viral on Twitter? It's He was trying <laughs> so hard to hype this up. The NBA is trying so hard to hype it up. I believe uh, our pal Juan in the comments yesterday was asking about it. In case you missed it, uh, the Bulls uh, Twitter page and uh, posted something with uh, the specific parameters. Uh, Marissa, I don't know if you have that graphic you could throw out there right now. Thank you very much. Okay, so all 30 NBA teams participate being split into six groups three in the east three in the west and each of these games also counts toward your regular season 82 game record the quarterfinals will uh will be made up of the three group winners from each conference and then one wild card from each conference the team that didn't win their group but had the best record amongst teams who didn't win their group Semifinals then are played along with the championship game in Las Vegas, where we are right now. Uh, Woj specified in a tweet that stats count towards their regular season stats, except for the championship game. Bulls in the East, uh, Marissa, if you have that other graphic with the groups, as you see in Group C in the East, along with the Boston Celtics, Brooklyn Nets, Toronto Raptors, and Orlando Magic. Doesn't exactly look like a group of death. Um... <laughs> But let's let's just start here. What are our thoughts on this NBA in-season tournament, Darnell? I don't like it. But Thank I, you. But, but, but I don't like change. <laughs> um, um, and so I'm trying to wrap my head around it. Yeah. That's the most information. That's the most detail I've heard so far. Uh, I haven't paid attention to it yet. I'm going to dive into it when I get back to Chicago. Uh, or, or not. Yeah, no, I have to. I have to. It's part of my job. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully it's going to add some excitement to the regular season, uh, break up the monotony a little bit. Um, I think over time, Fans will probably embrace it and wrap their arms around it, uh, but I think it might take some time for us all to get used to a new format. And no that's, that's kind of what happened with the play-in, right? Everybody was skeptical, mm -hmm. and then everybody saw that uh, Nuggets and Wolves game a couple years ago with mm -hmm. Jimmy playing mm -hmm. for the Timberwolves, and everybody just fell in love with mm -hmm. it. So I think people will like it. The thing that I like is that the games are on Tuesdays and Fridays. I think one of the difficult things for a casual fan about the NBA is like, you don't even necessarily know when your team is playing, as opposed to the NFL, where it's like I'm going to sit down on Sundays and watch my team play. Right. Mm -hmm. So I like that they're they're you know giving it some structure, and um, I don't know if it'll like change the competition level. I don't know if guys mm -hmm. will be like more or less excited to play for these games. I think once they get to Vegas and they're in the finals, unless you're like the Clippers or something, and they're like team load management, yeah. then um, you know I, I think guys will get up for it, but. I think it's – I'm up for trying new things, and I, I think it's a good idea to try to find ways to make the regular season more competitive because it is such a slog. Um, will it work? I'm not sure, but I'm willing to give it a chance. Yeah, like I'm – I don't know how to feel about it. I'm, I'm okay trying it. 
You know what I mean? I'm, I'm comfortable with that. And you mentioned the play in it and how well that worked. But I think it also works well because those players know the end goal was trying to get into the playoffs to yeah. compete for a championship. That, that is the key difference. So, and, and so, of course, you get a little different vibe and feel. I don't know what they would feel like competing for this, you know what I mean, going for whatever you know, trophy is going to be, <laughs> or prize money or whatever they're getting uh, from this. I don't know. I'm going to be watching. I hope it works. You, I don't mind them trying something new, trying to you know, broaden the game. You know, like you said, watch your team on a specific date, do all those things like that. But I just don't see it right now. But hopefully it makes sense when it starts, and we'll see how it goes. And the other thing is, if it was like extra games, that would have been a problem. I think yeah. teams would not be. Oh, and the that. players would have revolted yeah. if it yeah. was extra games. But it's just regular <laughs> season games that they're adding a little bit more value to, or they're trying. But so. That's a problem, too, for me, though. Like, a regular season game where your stats don't count. Like, no, the stats I, the do stats no, count. No, except for the one game. So the, so, the championship game right. is played between the winner of the East and the winner of the West, mm-hmm. and the stats in that game, which isn't a regular season game, mm-hmm. don't count. It's, like, your, it's yeah, like the play-in like where those part. stats are separate from, right. you know, the playoff stats or right. from the regular season stats. Yeah, it, it just feels different for me because it's a championship game. I would think it would count yeah. in that it, one, but – but okay. I like I I get the whole adding All excitement right. to the slog <laughs> of the sea. And I guess the, the the thing that is nice is being in a mid-season tournament, they crown the mid-season tournament champion <laughs> in like the second week of December, yeah, right? Yeah, With yeah, the yeah. semifinals and championship game are here in Vegas, like December 7th through 9th, I think, yeah. I saw. So like, at least it's, then it's just over and done with, and then we can focus on the actual back half of the regular season. To me, it's just like, I saw a video of Steve Kerr and Trey Young and a few other NBA players doing this great, like, pull-the-blanket-away reveal of the in-season tournament trophy For real? on Twitter. Yeah, and I was like, oh, great, that's what the <laughs> NBA needs. It's another dumbass trophy for something that doesn't matter. Like, Tell them why I'm you're sure mad, man. Our DNVR Nuggets fam sitting over here uh, at the Legacy Club with us will tell you there's only one trophy that matters. Talk to him. There's only one damn trophy that matters. Yeah, I don't give a crap about a in-season, mid-season tournament trophy. Uh-huh. And you can tell the look, the just dead-eyed, emotionless expression on the NBA players they convinced to come do this trophy reveal. Also, don't give a crap about it. Hey, Matt. Allie wasn't ready. <laughs> you weren't ready for that, Allie? I tell, hey, Allie, it's going to be yelling he on here, right? <laughs> it would be nice to see the Bulls win something. It would, but that would get talked about and panned. You know yeah, it would. You're right. like, oh, because you want to end season tournament. Oh, you're doing something Just now. another reason to run it back one more time. <laughs> well, and the so. Bulls already took an L, so it's not like they're going to be hoisting the Summer League Championship trophy this summer. <laughs> oh, shucks. <laughs> Shout out Denzel, wherever you are. I, I just – Fine. It's a money grab. Let's all just admit that it's a money grab by the league because these games will be more specifically televised and, you know, ad revenue from these games will bring in more money because they're going to charge companies more money to get ad airtime on these broadcasts. Dude, the championship is in Vegas. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's definitely about that money. Get to come back to Vegas, Matt. Get to come back. Uh, when no. the Bulls are in season. Send, send Matt on the in-season tournament Dude, <laughs> trip to Vegas. I object. <laughs> I will file a grievance with HR if they make me come to Vegas in December for that meaningless tournament. Once a year oh, is too man. much. Twice a year, I, I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> I just I, – yeah, I, I am curious to see if it takes off, though. Yeah, if people yeah. decide that they actually like it because, like you said, Darnell, I mean, I'm not a big fan of change either people were hesitant and skeptical about the play-in tournament and bulls fans and well i don't know bulls fans maybe don't like the play-in tournament after what happens mm. back in april but i think nba fans at large have embraced that yeah. uh, i think to a point it has 
uh, sort of curbed the, the NBA's tanking problem that it was trying to address with that play-in tournament. But this isn't about that. Right. This isn't about trying to make the league more competitive. It's like they're, they're, tr they're using this line of making regular season games more competitive because there's something else at stake. I, and, like, yes, there is a monetary prize, right, for all the sure, players sure, that they sure. win. Mm -hmm. Is it that much at stake, let me, though? Let me ask you this. What's the downside? Because I think... With it the annoys me. That's the downside. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah. He said that's it. Case in point. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> We're done. Thank you very much. He's annoying. Cancel it all. Well, well, continue your thought. <laughs> because, that, I mean, that's it. Like, what, what is the downside of trying this? It doesn't affect really anything about the regular season. Mm. Again, if they were playing an additional tournament uh, where everybody had to stop regular season play mm. and in the month of December, you know, they had like a single elimination tournament, that would be different, maybe more fun, mm -hmm. but it would be different. And so I don't think this really changes anything. You know, if, if they're trying to make more money, it's a business, like fine. Uh, they are going to reward the players. I think it's an opportunity. We had a chance to talk to Alex Crusoe about it before the season ended last year, and he said, like, it could be a really good opportunity for yeah. some of these younger players, you know, to get more minutes. to Fair. Because these games aren't necessarily going to change, you know, the load management problem mm -hmm. necessarily. It could be a chance for some of the younger players to get more minutes on a, on a bigger stage. Um, there could be some positive side effects of it, but I don't really necessarily see any negative ones. And so for that reason, it's like... I don't, I'm not bothered by it in the same way. Matt, how mad are you going to be when Bulls fans say, well, we didn't win a championship, but we won the end-season tournament? If, if the Bulls win the mid-season tournament and they try to sell it to us as anything worth a damn, <laughs> I'm going to be 10x angrier than I just was a second ago. Because, again, there's only one trophy that matters, and it's Larry. the Larry O'Brien. And they ruined that, too. God. The remake like of the Larry O'Brien yeah, trophy? I don't like it. I hate it. I don't like Just it. leave it all gold. Yeah. What do you think about the uh, conference finals MVPs? I don't mind that. That's fine. That doesn't bother me. Matt hates it. I didn't even know. Because it's changed. Him. <laughs> like, look at it. Matt, Matt, right, let me get this. Are you just not a fan of the participation era and the trophy era? No. Matt actually hates no. everything I, about the NBA. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I love basketball. I hate business. Yeah. And when business gets in the way of basketball, it makes me cranky. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the conference finals, MVP, whatever. Like, to me, finals. You win the championship as a team, yeah. you get the championship trophy. Yeah. Finals MVP, you get the finals MVP trophy. Great. I don't th And then the regular season MVP, a few scattered other regular season awards. Sure. Le I, leave it at that. I also think there's an element of, like, you know, trying to dilute rings culture, right? Yeah. Okay. That the championship is the only thing that matters. Right. And so now they're trying to give you an award for a conference finals MVP. They're trying to give you an award for all these other things to make it so, yeah. you know, when you're arguing – player X is better right, than player Y. Right, right. Now there's all these other variables yeah. to consider. True. Whereas, you know, especially as a Bulls fan, 6-0. Yeah, I'm going to stomp out your argument every time with that. That's like, all that's you need. It. Uh, that's the only as, argument I need. That's the only trophy. As the I, my name in the comments said, all fans are suckers, and I assure you, Peck is still going to watch the game. Of course I am. Of course. Because they're also regular season games. Yeah. It's our job it's to our watch job, right? and we'll talk about watch. every Bulls game that happens yeah. every season. We'll be here. So, sure. Um... But, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see. Maybe I'll be convinced. Maybe I'll decide that it is interesting and, yeah. and different and I like it. But right now, keep I just see Keep the receipts on this show. As unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, keep the, feel free to keep the receipts. Uh, all right, let's take another break. When we come back, we'll dive into uh, Darnell's thoughts on the Bulls free agent additions of Torrey Craig and Javon Carter and just how much that pushes the needle for this Bulls team. Yeah. While we're sharing these words from our friends and sponsors, if you haven't hit that thumb yet, now's the time. Find yeah. the one in the upwards pointing direction it and click it. 
Show it to him, Will. Show him the thumb. Just that like that one. Right one. Ooh, that was that a good, that was good assertive thumb. Yeah, That's because I wasn't paying attention. And, <laughs> and make sure you also subscribe to that CHO Sports YouTube channel. Yeah. What's, uh, what's next, Dave? Foco. Oh! That's who it is. For the Lolo? Oh, for the Lolo for show show. <laughs> it's Foco. Getting fitted out in the best sports gear around. Get it at Foco. Hoodies, shoes, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in betwixt. It's baseball season. You know what you're going to need? Aloha shirts, mm-hmm. straw hats, mm-hmm. polos, mm-hmm. bags. Because mm-hmm. if you're a Sox fan like me, you don't need a winning team. You just need those things. You can enjoy baseball. Oh, God. Help. <laughs> <laughs> everything you need for the game. And when we're on set, Foco gave us some awesome set decorations, mm-hmm. man. So quit staring at all this awesomeness and look behind us when we're on set. And you'll see that awesome set decorations and say, wow, that's cool. So show them some love because they showed us some love. Foco.com, that's where you go. Click the link in your description below. That rhymed. For all non-presale items, use the promo code CHGO for 10% off because it's FOCO. Faux show. Faux show. Today's show also brought to you by, of course, Circa Resort and Casino. Of course. Here in Las Vegas, we are, every day we find another cool thing about this place. We are doing our show today from the Legacy Club up on the 60th floor, like the penthouse level. Yeah. 360 view, all glass windows, everywhere you look, you see mountains, you see the Vegas skyline, you see Las Vegas Boulevard. The views out here are insane. Uh, And they offer all kinds of cool stuff to hang out at the Legacy Club with you and your friends. You can reserve uh, like a fire pit on their like observation balcony out here. You could do a champagne toast at sunset. Like there's just cool stuff on cool stuff. There's just in a glass case, Two million dollars worth of gold bars just on display, just, just right around the corner. I, it's like twenty feet from here. What? Why is that here? I don't know, but it's one, really cool. The vet minimum in one. <laughs> the vet <laughs> minimum is just chilling over there in <laughs> neatly stacked and organized gold bars. Check out the Lacey Club if you yeah, come man. to Circa Resort because this place is awesome. Yes, it is. Uh, also, there's some fun gambling opportunities from Circa right around the corner. The sp- Circuit Sports Million V and Circuit Survivor Pro Football Contests are here. NFL is so close to being back, I can't wait. When you're in Vegas, stop by the Circus Sportsbook for a chance to win the $1 million top prize and quarterly prizes throughout the season for Circa Million and an $8 million prize say for the again. last entry standing for Circa Survivor. Wait, how much say that again? Uh, $8 million. $8 million. I just wanted to hear you Four say times as many millions as there are in gold bars over there. That's right. That's My goodness. That Still couldn't afford the goat. And, of course, as we showed you yesterday, check out the stadium swim yes. when you're at Circa. Oh. Yesterday was just a great day. It was. Did a show from our cabana. Mm. Got to chill in the pool for a yeah, minute. Yeah. That stadium swim is no joke, man. It was cool. Shout out and thank you to Circa Resort and Casino for the wonderful hospitality. Shout out to Aaron, who's just helping us get up who, to the Legacy Club earlier. Uh, and the whole staff here, amazing facilities, great staff. The next time you come to Vegas, make Circa Resort and Casino your home base, just like we have made it ours for our summer league trip. Mm-hmm. Man. Awesome. I, I think I'll, I think I'm, I'll be ready to go home tomorrow. Yeah, but I I will be a little bit sad to leave this specific place. Yeah, this is because nice. it is awesome. I like how Aaron walked this in like a scene from Goodfellas. <laughs> <laughs> that was smooth, dog. Yeah. yeah.
That was it. Yeah, th- th- we got a little like uh, VIP access granted yeah, to do our yeah. show here because it doesn't open until 4 p.m. Yeah. on weekdays. Oh, and like you said, we ran into Darnell yesterday at the pool as well. He was down there checking Hanging out. out. What did you think of Stadium Swim? That's my first time seeing it. It's awesome. It's expansive. It's impressive. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of scenery out there. I loved mm-hmm. it. Yeah, it was nice. That's where I will be spending my afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> Will's got his afternoon figured out. Uh, shout out and thanks to our friends at Circuit Resort and Casino. All right. Moving along to the, I guess, the big picture question on a lot of Bulls fans' minds. Mm-hmm. And, Darnell, we haven't gotten your take on this yet. Torrey Craig and Javon Carter. I think a lot of people see those free agency additions as help, mm-hmm. but enough help, question mark, for a team that won 40 games last season, keeping that same core together, especially Zach uh, and DeMar still here. Vooch re-signed, Kobe re-signed. What are your thoughts on those two guys being added to the mix and, and just how much it pro- could propel the Bulls to being a playoff team again next year? They should be a playoff team. They should have been a playoff team this year. I saw yeah. Arturis Karnaschovas at uh, Saturday's game against Memphis, and I shook his hand. I told him at his press conference he said he was going to get to work, and he did. I told him nice job uh, getting those uh, veteran guys in here, Javon Carter and Torrey Craig. Um, I don't know that they're going to move the needle a ton, but the, the thing that I give the Bulls credit for is that they went out with the cap constraints that they were under. Yes. They went out and did the best that they could have possibly done. And so yeah. I give them a ton of credit for that. Yeah, everything made logical sense mm-hmm. of what it got. And like you said, the money, because a lot of people wonder how you're going to get these players, you know, when you're going against this cap. And, you know, you don't want to go into the luxury tax. So how are you going to get these guys, man? And I think all three of the con- – I'm going to this. All three of the contracts are really good contracts that they signed with them, man. So I like the additions. I, I feel like you. I don't think it's like – giving you 10 extra wins mm. or nothing like that. But it definitely, for me, makes them a playoff team. A top-five defense getting better defensively and addressing the need at three-point shooting and getting a point guard, which you cannot operate without one. <laughs> you got to have a point guard. So getting that there as well, like, I, they'll be better. I think you hit it on the head, Darnell, when you said they did the best they possibly could with the constraints that they had. To bring in a guy who can – two guys who can play really good defense and shoot the ball at a high level – that's what they needed. They needed a guy with size. They got that in Torrey Craig. Um, I, and then to outbid these other teams without necessarily breaking the bank, right? Because I thought Javon Carter could get, you know, the full mid-level or, or yeah. closer to it. I thought Torrey Craig would get, you know, at least the biennial exception money, like $4.5 to get him for the minimum, to get Javon Carter for what they got him, like $6.5 to bring back Kobe on, like, below – the mid-level right, exception. The yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Vooch, I thought, like, once you kind of factor in the raises and starting him at 18-5, I thought that was really good. To be able to do all that, stay under the luxury tax, which, you know, it is what it is. Like, that's just kind of the, the truth of the matter at this mm-hmm. point. Um, I thought they did really well for what they had. Now, I'm not sure it pushes them to be a 45-win team, but I do think those guys really help maximize Zach, Damar, and Vooch. Yeah. And last year, they, I mean, those three were, like, swimming upstream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It yeah, was just yeah. very difficult for them to reach – what they needed to be. And they were good enough to have a floor of like 38, 40 wins. Mm. I expect that floor to be much higher this year. I'm not sure the ceiling really changes. And Darnell, that's something we talked about a lot last year with Vooch with, you know, breaking up that core. I don't think the ceiling really changes. And I imagine you kind of feel the same. I was trying to be positive, Will. (laughs) (laughs) But you can be be positive, right? And say these were really good signings. And they did a great job, which they did. But also like, the, the ceiling isn't really... No, it hasn't. Point. But if you want me to be negative, we'll we can take it. I don't want you to be negative. I want you to be honest. In my opinion, they should have blown it up. They should, I mean, maybe not blow it up, but trade at least two of those three. 
Vooch, Damar, Zach, and yeah. go in a different direction. You're starting to get some of these young guys in here, build through the draft, build through uh, some young player development, uh, and, and stop giving away so much draft capital. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and player options. They love giving those out, too. Yeah. Yeah. They love a player option. Like, like when the Vooch deal got announced, I think Bulls fans were like, all right, well, let's wait and see how what like the parameters of this 360 are. And then we found out that it was three years and 60, fully guaranteed. Mm. Yeah. No, no team option. Also no player option. It's just three years, 60, and it's uh, – Descending, right? Just like yeah. a, his previous, or no, no it's, it's ascending. It's ascending. Mm-hmm. So it's like, uh, his, but it will raise at I think a lower proportion than the cap, rate. right? Than the cap. So yeah. in, in that so sense, eight percent raises a, the cap is going to raise ten percent each. Right. It, the it, only it the only thing about the Vooch contract is who are they bidding against? Yeah. And that's that's the one criticism that I would. It's a nitpick uh, because you can't just let them go for nothing. Right. But right. They there wasn't but a big market out there for Vooch. I, yeah. I think they were bidding against their desire to not insult Vooch if their goal was to keep him. Yeah. 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 Which you know it's it's a, it's a tightrope to walk because you get me like well. You got any other offers out there for $20 million annually? <laughs> no? Cool. Would you like 10 You want the mid-level pooch? Like, you know, it's, it's a tricky game to play. Yeah. Um, I, I think Bulls fans are kind of lukewarm, saying kind of as you were explaining, well, like they, and, and as you said, Darnell, best they could in a tough situation. Yes, these guys make them better, but how much better? Uh, our guy Ricky O'Donnell, shout out. Shout out. Uh, friend of the pod, great guy who does great Bulls coverage and NBA coverage and college hoops coverage for SB Nation. He had a column that just dropped the other day. I don't know if you guys saw it. Six teams that got better and three teams that got worse okay. after NBA free agency. And bless Ricky's heart for all of the negative things he has to say about where the Bulls are headed. He put the Bulls in the got better category. With some interesting notes. And, and I mean, it's not like uh, rainbow and, and sunshine. Right. He's realistic. Right. But talks about Carter and Craig being capable three-point shooters. And as you were talking about, Will, the floor raising from how many wins to how many possible wins. The, the Bulls did address the most drastic need they had and the most drastic flaw of last mm-hmm. season's roster with the lack of three-point shooting with both of these guys. Yeah. If you get reliable three-point shooting as far as efficiency and volume from both of these guys, Darnell. Yep. It, there are so many games you can name last season, rattle off the top of your head, where if the Bulls knock down a couple more threes, they win that game. And yeah. they're not a 40-win team. They're a 46-win team. Just take a couple more threes, and they'd be in the game. Uh, Torrey Craig, I loved. I, I wrote about this last week. If you look at his first four games in the first round against the Clippers, uh, he was 10 of 18 from three. All 10 of those were catch-and-shoot threes yeah. off of kicks from Devin Booker or Kevin Durant or Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what the Bulls need. We saw two years ago in the Buck series where the Bulls just couldn't make a three-pointer no matter what DeMar DeRozan did, how many right. times he got guys <laughs> open. And to have Javon Carter in here, who's a very improved three-point shooter, yeah. and Torrey Craig, who showed a post last year with the Suns uh, from that distance, that's going to help this team tremendously, just having some capable shooters out there as outlet options. Yeah. And we have proof of concept that like, when this team has veterans who know how to defend at a high level and who can help maximize what the the Zach Damar Vooch trio can do mm-hmm. they can do a lot better I mean they finished the season 14 and 9 like we kind of you know joke about that a little bit but like they did play a lot better yeah. when they had veteran guys who were at a higher level pushed Pat and Io into roles that kind of fit their mm-hmm. skill set a little mm-hmm. bit better I really do think they're going to be a much better team I'm not sure they'll finish on you know whatever the 82 game equivalent of a 14 and 9 record is mm-hmm. um but I do think this makes them a lot better. To me, like the big, 
the the bigger concern, even then beyond you know not blowing it up this year, is if you sign Vooch for three years, mm -hmm. does that mean you're locking into this core for three more years? Yeah. So that's that's, that's like the big question I have. But I do think they'll be a lot better this year. Mm -hmm. And I absolutely agree with you, Darnell. Like you really have to credit AK for doing a great job considering the circumstances. And Darnell, once, do you think Javon and Craig will start? Because honestly, those two positions are the only ones that aren't solidified in the starting lineup because Patrick Williams didn't like take it, mm. take that position. And the point guard position has just been open and for And Kobe a while. coming back on a new contract, Correct. those two competing, him and Javon, for starting in training yeah. camp probably? Yeah. I like Kobe White's playmaking a lot more than Javon Carter's. Uh, Torrey Craig, I, I would think the Bulls will be making a mistake if they started Torrey Craig over Patrick Williams. Mm. You don't draft this guy fourth overall and then continue to yo let him play, get the, put the ball in his hands, give him opportunities to showcase what he can do, uh, and not just defer to DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine and, and Vucevic. Um, but it's a battle. I think they're going to have to go into camp and battle it out. I don't think that Billy Donovan should just say, uh, Javon, this is your job, or Kobe, this is your job because you're making more money. Uh, put the best player in that spot and see what happens. Yeah. Uh, we got people in the comments offering their takes on just how much better the Bulls got with uh, Craig and Carter. Gary uh, Blackwell, C Red UK, said, "Let's see what they have cooking before we spit the meal out. It might be something you don't <laughs> expect." That sounds like something you would say, Dave. Because I've said it. Yeah, that's why. Uh, meanwhile, dupes with a different take saying, uh, "F positivity. I'd rather hear about reality." I could respond. Well, I, I think that is reality, reality right? Like yeah. they, they are going to be better. Right. They really are. Yeah, I think so too. Up here, uh, Ibrahim in the comments said, uh, "I think they raised the floor of the Bulls being a top five team in the East could really help them go through the first round." And that is true. And I think that's something a lot of Bulls fans were quick to forget is like, if Lonzo and his departure doesn't have the Bulls crumble in the final third of the season. Yeah. The Bulls aren't a sixth seed and get matched up with Milwaukee in the first yeah. round. They get matched up with a, a, a much better, easier matchup in the first round. Yeah. Uh, and, and we're not that far removed from that happening. Also, Ibrahim, if that's the Ibrahim that we met when hey, we were out there in Paris, shout out, shout out, you, out buddy. Bro. Good shout to see you in the comments again. My man. Uh, AK, what's up, AK? Bulls have three players that command double teams, pack the paint. Now, if you double, Carter or Craig can hit open threes. So used to be doing what that. A concept. The three-point release valve. <laughs> Bulls got better. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's not, it's not hard it's not complicated yeah. the bulls had no Simple one to game. kick out to yeah. because Simple when game. they did kick out whoever got that ball was like well i'm too afraid to shoot this yeah. three and they signed goran Dragic and andre drummond last year when we all knew that they needed this and so to see ak yeah. finally go out there and address it again credit to ak for finally doing it yeah. exactly what this team needs yes but weren't those handful of Dragic to drummond lobs just totally <laughs> worth it yeah. darnell they, they were fun while I it mean, lasted they were mm, the dramatic was beautiful <laughs> while it lasted um, speaking oh, of, of giving AK a little bit of credit where it's due okay. for making solid signings in a tight spot, I, I know you were there uh, hearing what he had to say draft night after mm -hmm. taking Julian Phillips, and mm -hmm. there were questions being asked in AK's direction of, uh, what's the plan? How are y'all going to get better? Are you going to go into the luxury tax to get better? And AK's answer to, to everybody who was there was basically like, just wait. Just wait. Let me he sounded very cocky, confident, and dismissive of what I thought were valid questions that y'all were asking him. Do you think the additions of Carter and Craig validate the way AK handled those questions on draft night? No. Uh, you got to do a lot more than Javon Carter and Tory Craig to validate the arrogance or the, you know cockiness that he did exhibit that day. Um, 
But again, you do have to give them credit because they did not have a ton of resources available. They didn't have a, a lot of avenues to be able to improve the team. And then they did with defense, three-point shooting, depth, size uh, at the position, uh, the, the three and four position. So they did a lot of things well, but they're still not a top four seed. Right, exactly. Yeah, they're still run, hovering around that six, maybe even seven. Right. With these I say six. Right yeah, yeah, I do too. I say six. Um, yeah, it's, it's just going to be interesting to watch because I expect it to be better. But like you said, I don't expect to be world beating. Like, But I am happy I get to watch Javon Carter, actually, because he can create his own shot as well. Mm-hmm. And that's something else that Lonzo did. When, when the lull was happening at points in time during the game, he just come down and shoot a three. You know, he'll they, create his own shot and do They that. also kind of protect themselves against injury in a way that they mm. kind of needed to. Like, last year they had really good injury luck, they obviously, did. Lonzo aside. Yeah. Booch played all 82. Pat played 82. Yeah. Zach, 77, I think. Damar, 74. Um, let's say those guys don't play as many games. The bottom's not going to fall out the way that it did mm-hmm. two seasons ago when Lonzo went down. They just completely fell apart. I think yeah. they, they position themselves better to be able to, like, maintain and sustain against injuries, which – they're going to make a push for a real playoff seed. That's yeah. kind of what they need to do. Yeah. I mean, 43 to 48 wins, butts and seats in one playoff series. That is <laughs> right in Jerry's wheelhouse. <laughs> That's what we're looking for. Um, we, oh, we, we got one super chat here from our guy, AK. Do you expect Io to be in a Bulls uniform at the start of training camp, or is Io overplaying his value with a longer-term contract ask? Um, did, did we hear that the QO has no, – We don't, we don't know word? about that. We don't know. Do you have any uh, – Thoughts or opinions on that? I believe that they're trying to make Io go out and get a contract. Yeah. They want him to go out and prove that he can get a deal. And if he can, then they have a choice to decide if they're going to match it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but if not, I think they want to try to bring him back yeah. uh, as inexpensively as possible. Sure. And Io might have to play on that qualifying offer. But I like Io. I'm yeah. glad AK brought we that up. We do, too. Io's our know, guy. <laughs> I mentioned Torrey Craig uh, taking – potential minutes from Dalen Terry, but you got to think about Javon Carter now taking minutes from Io if he's back. And mm-hmm. you can say what you want about Io's second season being down, uh, but I remember what he did as a rookie. Yeah. And he went into the Boston Garden and oh. defended Jason Tatum and Son. defended Jalen Brown. He went 10 for 10 mm-hmm. on yeah. the road mm-hmm. uh, in a big game. So you don't just throw that away. You can't yeah. just dismiss that. I think Io has a bright future, and the Bulls should be developing him for the future. Especially with these young guys. Like, you're not in a position to throw away young talent when you're a team right, that's, right. you know, that's core is aging. Uh, we got to get out of here, guys, and pass the set to the DMVR Nuggets crew coming up next. But before we let you go, Darnell, real quick, I know, you know, Bulls fans know and love your coverage for the Bulls for the Athletic, but you also have this side hustle you're working on, Money Talks. You want to give that a quick plug before we get out of here? Yeah, appreciate you asking. It's uh, moneytalks101.substack. Uh, it's an independent passion project that I'm doing. It's about earning and spending, saving and investing, a lot of things that a lot of us don't talk about because we're not comfortable talking about money. Uh, but I started this for my nine-year-old daughter and trying to teach her early so that she won't become an old person like me trying to figure this stuff out. So uh, I'm trans- giving a transparent look at my life, my spending, how I-, I just wrote a column this morning about how I spent the last five days in Vegas and tried not to overindulge and over overspend. So if you want to take a look at a transparent behind the scenes peek at someone's personal lifestyle, how they spend, how they save, how they invest, uh, come check me out at moneytalks101.substack.com. There you heard it, Bulls Nation. Check it out. I need yeah. to check it out. I'm afraid oh, to look at my bank statement. We got to get we all, get Will's a Vegas. subscriber. We got to get Dave. Are you a subscriber? Yeah, subscribe. Dave, yeah. subscribe. Absolutely. Matt, 
Right can after I, our show. Can I count on you to subscribe? Dude, my man. I'm signing up as soon as this episode's over. <laughs> Everybody, uh, thank you for tuning in. Thanks again to our guest, the wonderful Darnell Mayberry of The Athletic. You know him. You can follow him at Darnell Mayberry on Twitter if you aren't already. Will the go golly, will underscore golly, big day, bow, BNW Sports, Bulls underscore peck, we are CHO underscore Bulls, hashtag CHO Vegas, we are here for one more day, we will have one more show for y'all tomorrow morning before we get on that plane and head back to Chicago, hope y'all have a great day, we'll talk to you soon, shout out and appreciation to our production crew, Marissa and Allie, yes. we out, Nuggets up next, see Red be good, Peace. thanks Shady Rays! <laughs>